Hello and welcome to the Andy Man Podcast. My name is Andy. And I am Andy. Wait a minute, I'm Andy. What? Oh. How many Andy's we got here now? I am Andy. Uh, I am Andy. I'm Andy too. You're Andy too? No, you're Andy 3. Uh, oh yeah, I'm Andy 3. <laughs> <laughs> Live long and prosper, Andy. There we go. <laughs> welcome to the dungeon, Andy. Thanks for having me. Yeah, glad to have you here. Yeah, just in case you didn't know, this is a podcast about who we are, where we've been, and what <clears throat> happened along the way. You nailed it that time. All I right. did. <laughs> and we have a special guest. His name is Andy. Andy. <laughs> really? That's his name. We're not changing it. It's good. But Perfect. in the future, any guests that we do have... Are going to be called Andy. <laughs> at this point, we, yeah, it's, it's locked point, in yes. at this point. So I right. think you're right. Yeah. Although they might sit there once in a while like a bird in the headlights because they don't know who you're talking to and you call this Andy. This is true. <laughs> I, I look forward to that. I, I, I almost, will respond, though. Cause... I almost wish we were doing a video feed <laughs> in that point because that would be some good entertainment. In the dungeon. In the dungeon. We're coming to you from the dungeon. What do you think of our digs, Andy? Uh, why, this is, uh, it's kingly. There's a throne right there. <laughs> Perfect. Oh, man. So, Andy, what are we going to be talking about this time? Well, this is going to be a good one, I think. To build or not to build? That is the question. Uh, yes. Dun, dun, dun. So, we're going to talk about edification. So, edification is basically to build another person up. That's what I came up with, but I'm sure you probably got a... A deeper I, definition, Mr. Definition Man over there. I do. I, I, I looked it up as well before we got here. So Okay. Yeah. Well, let's just for get some shingles. Hear what you have to say. And, and it was to edify, to build up one's moral character, mm-hmm. or to mm-hmm. it, lift their spirits. Yep. It comes from the same <clears throat> root as the word we get edifice from, mm-hmm. which is a building. You know... Which is kind of a fancy word for buildings. And it comes from Latin. I have no idea how to pronounce this. Well, actually, I should. I sang Latin in choir for many years, so I should Did know. Did you sing it to us in Latin? You can't say it. Sing it. A, D, no, no. <laughs> I, E's are A's, A's are O's, I's are E's. Oh, man. I always say the, uh, the, the marine... Uh, what are they? Uh, what's it called? The, the the Latin phrase that they use all the time. Oh, semper I keep, fi. Yeah, I keep, I look at that and I say semper fi because uh-huh. I learned to yeah. when you see an I, you sing e. Okay. <laughs> Maybe that's only the, when you sing. Well, the the full <laughs> word is fidelis. Yes, right. Fidelis. Right. I think is probably how it's pronounced. Anyway, to <clears throat> instruct spiritually, see edifice, which is. A building to build up. Mm-hmm. So, thus, to build or not to build. Yeah, and I think a lot of people think that edification is always making one feel better, but is that always the case? No. Okay. Mm-hmm. So and we'll we'll explore this because I think this will be a pretty pretty good conversation because I I'm, I'm learning about this too. Like I was challenged recently about you know truth might be more important to build somebody up other than just like a, a kind word or yeah. like a fuzzy word maybe or 
you, you know, I mean, it might be, and there's a time and place for those two. There are, but like, yep. not always. That's right. So, we'll, we'll, I mean, we'll jump, we got, I got a bunch of scriptures that we're going to go over. Um, Andy, do you want to read, read the first one? Which Andy? <laughs> I was going to start reading. <laughs> Romans fourteen nineteen says, Therefore, let us pursue the things which make for peace, and the things which one may edify another. So what are things that could edify another person? Well, I could tell Andy that his uh, hair looks really nice. So so is that in- instructing somebody to improve morally, or is that... That's just a lame compliment. It's a lame compliment. It may not even be true. Ah, so truth. Uh, there you go. That's, that's depends on the tone of voice, right? Exactly. Nice hair. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was just listening to the the comedian next door's uh, podcast. Yeah. This last week, and they were talking about some of the similar things, talking about the difference between lies and falsehood, and the number of different ways that people relay something falsely and one of the things they talked about was flattery how flattery is always according to the bible the flattery is always uh, has why are words running away from my head (laughs) maybe too much latin Uh, i don't know (laughs) much latin but when you flatter someone you're trying to get something from them oh yeah you have an ulterior motive manipulation manipulation exactly when my kids come to me and say, hey, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> yep. You're the best dad ever. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I really, really love you more than my your other child does. <laughs> you know. <laughs> it sounds like uh, something you've heard recently. It sounds like it's fresh in your memory. It, it's happened so often. It's happened. <laughs> yeah, it's happened to me, too. So yeah. Okay, so it talks about like pursuing the things which... Make for peace and the things uh, which will magnify not another. So we're, we're going to pursue these things. So we'll talk more about pursuing these things, um, and we don't really know what they are yet, but we're going to we'll, we'll learn. We'll find out. Uh, so the other Andy, do you want to read the next verse for us? Yes, Ephesians four eleven through twelve, and he himself gave some to be apostles, some prophets, some evangelists, and some pastors and teachers. For the equipping of the saints, for the work of the ministry, for the edifying of the body of Christ. So, there could be a variety of people that could edify other people, right? It doesn't have to be just one person, not just a pastor, not just some some podcasters in the dungeon somewhere, not just, you know, some other person. It could be anybody, right? There's different roles, perhaps. Is that how you interpret that? I like cinnamon rolls. Cinnamon rolls? Oh, man. Oh, my roommate brought home some cinnamon rolls from Quick Trip. They had really (laughs) thick frosting on them. The only thing is, I put them in the microwave sometimes, and then the frosting slides off and ends up on the plate. I I keep looking out to make sure he's not making the oven bigger, (laughs) because I'm afraid he's going to fatten me up to cook throw me in there and cook me <laughs> wow we got way off <laughs> was that an edifying uh, uh, rabbit well, trail 
Well, maybe? I don't know. I don't think so. Don't, yeah, well, it's just, I think it's just... Uh, well, I ended up almost eating Andy, so yeah. I'm not sure. <laughs> I'm not tempted to eat you anyway, I'll tell you no. that right now. So okay, you're, that's you're good safe. to know. Yeah, but, but you're yeah, there, in the dungeon, so maybe, I don't know. If you get hungry enough. You might see a giant ham floating there for a while. I don't, I don't know. So it's like those it's like those TV shows where you see the two people sitting there starving and they're yep. hungry. You imagine and you each one other person is... looks all of a sudden like a great big turkey dinner. Yep. 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 Well, why are you looking at me like that? No reason. No reason. While he turns aside and whips out a knife yeah. and a fork and starts starts sharpening. I think it was Bugs Bunny, wasn't it? Okay. <laughs> These rabbit trails. Speaking of rabbit trails. Yeah. <laughs> Mr. Bugs Bunny. So yes, there are a lot of different roles that people play in the edification process. Right. So, so I mean, sometimes we might feel we don't have a title next to our name, so maybe we're not worthy of edifying one another. I'd say the title of friend is a good enough yeah, reason to absolutely. edify each other. Well, when you when you think about this verse, though, it says that the these apostles, prophets, evangelists, and pastors and teachers mm-hmm. are for the equipping of the saints for right. the work of the ministry. So the work of the ministry is what? For the edification of the body of Christ. So it's everybody's job to edify each other. Exactly. It's not just the yeah. five people with titles. That's, that's what right. I said. That's you don't just come in and <clears throat> fill a spot on the pew. Right. That's it. I did a little looking while we were uh, off on rabbit trails here. <laughs> Uh, I pulled up wow. Romans 14. You're, you're talking about these things? Yeah, yeah. These things are directly related to two verses before verse 19. In verse 17, where it says, For the kingdom of God is not eating and drinking, mm-hmm. but righteousness and peace and joy in the Holy Spirit. Verse 18 says, For he who serves Christ in these things is acceptable to God and approved by men. And those things are righteousness, peace, and joy yes. in the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. So on verse 19, Therefore let us pursue the things which make for peace, and the things by which one may edify one another. The things are righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Spirit. Beautiful. That's great. It's straight from the oh, Word yeah, of God, so it's not me. It's always best to interpret the Word of God with the Word of God. Right. You could come up with all kinds of theories on what things are, but yeah, go back and put it in what context. The context is. And Jinx, you owe me a Coke. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't. I don't support that communist country company. I think you need to eat before you come next time. You're talking about cinnamon rolls and Coke. Like, uh, I am fasting today, by the way. Are you? Okay. That's not to be spiritual, but to it's just a get rid of some of, of the roll of gotcha. my own. <laughs> well, I'll read the next one here. Ephesians 4.29. Let no corrupt word proceed out of your mouth, but what is good and necessary for edification, that it may impart grace to the hearers. That gives you into a little bit of what the motivation for building is. To impart grace. Yeah. To impart yeah. grace. And there's also like the opposite of edification too. You could use words to corrupt yep. someone. Oh, yes. Or you could use it for edification. So yeah. I think our, our words are very important. Words mean oh. things. They do mean things and they can be interpreted ways. So, so especially nowadays, like you really have to be careful what you say around people 
Um, well, think about all the words that that came out of our parents' mouths that were negative towards us as children, yep. or 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 as parents. Then do we do the same thing? We go, hey, you dummy! What did you do that for? Exactly. Oh man, the, power I, of the first couple of times I would say that to my own children when they were little, I was like, cut. Just, yeah. oh, yeah. man, it hurt. And when I realized I had said that, and I was like, I I really make it a point to, when I speak to my children, yeah. to not use those kind of negative terms. Because I, and my parents weren't saved when I was little, so they didn't know better, you know? Sure. And so... You've got a couple of Proverbs listed <clears throat> in your list here, but I don't think you've got this one where it says, the power of life and death is in the tongue, yeah. which is mm-hmm. a... Andy, paraphrase, but mm-hmm. yep, yeah. There was a lot of verses I was kind of going through, and I'm like, I, I just got to pick some, you know. So I yeah. picked these ones, and I, I, I wish I could have put more on there, and I, you know, perhaps should have. But this is that's all right. Verses like, will fall out here and there where they yeah. are appropriate, like they just did right now. So, yeah, so. you know, and it's absolutely true. The power of life and death is in the tongue. That little jingle we used to say, uh, "Sticks and stones may break my bones, but words will never hurt me." That is absolutely false. Right. Yeah. yeah, words can destroy or words can build up. Here's something: uh, my best friend and his family were visiting me at my parents' house, and uh, his oldest daughter uh, was was blossoming, but she had braces and glasses on. And the whole weekend long, my best friend was was remarking about how. I need to keep those braces and glasses on as long as possible because otherwise the boys will be all over her because she's so pretty. You know, he's kind of doing a uh, kind of a backhanded compliment kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And one of the last times he said something like that, he said something to the effect of, yeah, we, we've got to keep those braces on and those glasses on to hide to hide how pretty she is. And I'm like, and it, it, the words just fell out of my mouth. Tim, you can't hide beauty like that. And you could just see it in her face, how just she brightened up. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. I mean, imagine if that's the exact opposite. She would have shut down and she'd be, yep. you know. So you're right, words do mean something. I've... Andy, do you want to read? <laughs> you and <laughs> <laughs> you. Second Peter 1, 5 through 8 says... But also for this very reason, giving all diligence, add to your faith virtue, to virtue knowledge, to knowledge self-control, to self-control perseverance, to perseverance godliness, to godliness brotherly kindness, and to brotherly kindness love. For if these things are yours and abound, you will be neither barren nor unfruitful in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. This sounds an awful lot like a blueprint. Step by step instructions. Yeah, and I, I was debatable putting this one on there, but I'm like, I was thinking about it. I'm like, this is how we do it. We got we really got to check ourselves. We try try our best to do all these things here, and then it says talk about being being uh, fruitful, um, or it says we will neither be barren or unfruitful. So we want, our goal is to be fruitful with our our character, our words, like everything. And that's how you edify somebody, I think. Just yeah, It sounds an awful lot like a foundation that you would mm-hmm. lay. 
Yeah. Right? Yeah. I mean, when you say building, you know, yeah. add to faith. So you got the very bottom of the foundation, faith. Mm-hmm. And then virtue, then knowledge, then, you know, self-control, then perseverance, then godliness, and then kindness. It's funny you say foundation because that's going to yeah. be our, our next episode, by the way. No. So... Foreshadowing. So so you have that foundation, and then you put the building on top of that, and that's the edifice, that's edifying. And if the Lord doesn't lay the foundation, he who builds, builds in vain. Somewhere in the Psalms is where that's from. Sounds good. I'll go for that. Or or as as our resident houseplant says, palms. Palms. Uh, Proverbs eleven nine. With his mouth, the godless person destroys his neighbor, but through knowledge, the righteous will be rescued. With the mouth, the godless person destroys his neighbor. We are seeing a lot of that these days. Man, and they're being paid a lot of money to destroy their neighbors mm-hmm. with their mouths. Lies beget persecution. You know, what's going on up there in Canada? He is absolutely lying about what's going on in his city. It's a corrupt word. It's absolutely yeah, a corrupt right. word. And as a result, there will most likely be some harsh consequences. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm very concerned about the patriots up there, that, that they are going to be, there's, there's going to be, this is not going to go pretty much. This isn't going to be, I fear this is going to be going downhill very quickly. And it all started with Trudeau's words. Yeah, and so we go back to the Romans 14, 19. Therefore, let us pursue the things which make for peace. Yeah. And the things which by one may edify another. He's doing exactly the opposite. Exactly. So that's why, you know, you know, judgment. You know, we're not supposed to judge, right? You know, and this, we'll talk about this in a later yeah. episode, but like... I can judge his actions. I can judge his oh, yeah. words. You know. I can separate the truth from the lie. Yeah. In, in other parts of Scripture, the word judgment uh, also means separate. Mm-hmm. To separate from one from another. Mm-hmm. And absolutely, we as Christians, we're supposed to separate truth from lie. Yes. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. So. And call out the lies when you see them. Call out the truth when you see it. Yeah, and I think Trudeau is a good example of what not to do. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, there's a lot of examples nowadays, like what not to do. Yeah. I mean, I used to, I've said it before, I'm fond of saying no one is entirely useless. They can always serve as a bad example. Mm-hmm. And I thought I was like the ultimate bad example. And I'm finding out, yeah, maybe not. <laughs> yeah. yeah. There's, this brings up the, a thought that I have. There's a difference between a politician and a statesman. Yes. And a politician will do what Trudeau is doing. Because he's trying to grab a hold of power and stay in power and do whatever he, and say whatever he wants to say in order to stay in power. Right. Or as a statesman is always going to be looking forward to doing his best mm-hmm. for his country and yes. for his people around him. Yep. And... We, it's hard to find statesmen nowadays in it politics. Is. It's and, sad. Yeah. And a lot of it has to do with <clears throat> their compromised positions that they allow themselves oh, yeah. to get in. And there is someone who, 
who's got the chains or the strings on these people saying, mm-hmm. if you don't do what I tell you to do, well, we're going to expose this to the world. Mm-hmm. And then then you'll be sunk. Well, I, I was listening to, I, I don't remember the politician now, but he was, it was a couple of years ago, and he said, basically, when you're a brand new politician, when you come into the, you know, you get, you're given these handlers, and these handlers say, don't say anything unless we tell you to say it. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> he said, you know, and he was quite shocked by that because he was a, a conservative politician and he was assuming that the people that he was going to have from the party were going to be, you know, yeah, foreign, no. the best, and they're, they're only there for the party. Yeah. Unfortunately, this, it doesn't matter which party it is. Yeah, there is exactly. a lot exactly. of corruption yeah. that when, when we <clears throat> talk about the swamp, we... Right. Yeah, you know, I usually think of just a, a small patch of land with small, sh- shallow, muddy water in it. No, 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 no. The, no. And that mud goes deep. That sludge is toxic. We're talking New Jersey swamp versus Minnesota swamp. New Jersey swamp is full of toxic waste. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> My brother lives in Jersey now, and he'll tell you that. Huh. <laughs> Uh, Proverbs 15.1, a soft answer turns away wrath, but a harsh word stirs up anger. And going back to the politician, yeah. they they do that all the time, don't they? Yeah. And you, you watch them, and, and uh, instead of saying the right word that might turn diffuse the situation, they poke their fingers in the other person's eye. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's see here. If I had a son, he would look like Trayvon Martin. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah, there's a lot of angry people in this world now, and you kind of, it's like you wonder why. It's like, well, maybe all these... Yeah, you, you got enough lies told. corrupt communication out there. Yep. You get enough lies told about you. Sooner or later you say, you know what, I've had enough of this. Yep. I'm not going to let you lie to me anymore. Lie about me anymore. Cause right. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Keep going. It's, it's frustrating. <laughs> Got to have to pinch off a, a rand. <laughs> it, it's it's frustrating when you're on the receiving end of yes. those lies. Yeah, I've been there. I think everybody has at some point or another because no matter what you say, you open your mouth, mm-hmm. and it just look makes you look worse than all of a sudden because right. yeah. Oh, now he's denying it. Now yeah. he's doing this. Now he's you know, and they do that in politics, of course. Yep. Right? All the time they smear, they smear a good man. Yeah. you know, and then to the point where good men no longer want to be in politics. Right. Well, everybody's a racist now. Yeah, and, you right. Know, it's just like all these labels right. that are not accurate. Sooner or later, you got to get to the point where you just say, I don't care what anybody else thinks right. about this, what I'm about to say. I'm going to say it because it needs to be said. Mm-hmm. I I did it at the BPOU meeting last week. Um, our, the, the chairman of the Minnesota GOP was there, and he was talking about it, and he said, you know, when was the last time... A Republican governor was elected with an actual majority of the vote. And I had to pipe up and say, you mean a real Republican? And you could hear the reaction through the crowd. Ooh. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, man. You got that voice for it, too, man. Yeah. So, yeah. 
Yeah, and yeah, I kind of got daggers from the chairman. <laughs> wow. Well, okay, okay. Well, here, this will be a good verse then. Um, I think based on what both of you guys said recently, this might be a good one, at least I can't talk about. And I'll read this one. So James 1, 19 and 20. So then, my beloved brethren, let every man be swift to hear, slow to speak, slow to wrath. For the wrath of man does not produce the righteousness of God. Hmm. So you get, like Andy, well, one of the Andys, gave, <laughs> gave an example about it. I was, you know, saying some words to his kids that he later regretted. Yeah, right. So does this, does that verse challenge you? Oh, yes. I, mean, I think we all, we can all relate to this. I know. For, I know oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yes. So I'm, I'm, I, I mean. I'm asking you, but I, I, I can. Right. I, I, under, I, I understand because I made you. the reference already. So, and, oh, yes. I. It is, it's such a, a, a weighty thing when you realize you are building young lives. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and what you're saying is either building them or tearing them, you know, mm-hmm. or building the right thing or building the wrong thing, whichever way, you know. Right, that's you, a good way. It's not yeah, just tearing it down. Right. It's, it's also building, and you realize that you want to build functional Adults out of these little mm-hmm. twits that you have running around your feet, <laughs> and you know, because you're mad about it, you know, they do something and they realize they're getting your goat, yep. and then they'll do it some more, and yep. they'll do it some more, and it's fun and games, and all of a sudden, you know, you have Mount Vesuvius on you, <laughs> and all over the place, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you, you do the wrong thing, and you could do some serious damage. Yeah. I remember one time between my marriages, I was living at my parents' house, living in their basement. Eh, long story. But my kids, my three boys were over for their parenting time, you know. And I was upstairs talking with mom and dad. And the boys were downstairs doing something, goofing around, playing, being boys. Mm-hmm. And I heard ruckus coming up the stairs. Mm-hmm. You know, and I had already spoken to them a few times about, you know, how to behave with each other and how to treat each other and all this stuff. And I grabbed a spatula mm. at the top of the stairs and I started going down those stairs. But as I was going down those stairs, the, a question came to my mind. What do those boys really need right now? And by the time I got to the bottom of the stairs... I wasn't ready to use that spatula anymore. But I did sit them down, and I turned off the computer where they were playing a, a tank battle game. Okay. They were fighting over who's turn, something, something to do with of that. Of course. <laughs> and I decided, you know what? Maybe this game is just invoking too many violent impulses in my boys. So we're just going to turn it off for now. And I'm going to spend, yep. and I'm going to just sit there and be with my boys for a little bit. Because that's really what they needed. They needed me. Mm-hmm. Now, of course, if I had followed that question through to the final logistical answer, I would have come to the point where I said, no, what they really need is for me to reconcile with their mother and get back together with her and make things right as a whole family. But... Here's where I serve as a bad example. Mm-hmm. I didn't do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it talks about 
let every man be swift to hear. And I think it's, I think just means like understand like what's going on like before you one re, reacts right. like figure out you know, take time to process like what's actually happening. You know, sometimes you have to like react right away on a situation, but like a lot of times we can just calm down, figure out what's happening, what's the best way to approach the situation, and then proceed. I, I think going down the stairs probably created some kind of a pause or some kind of a... A chance for me to listen. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And, and when you, you hear that phrase, swift to hear, it's kind of like when Jesus would say, he who has ears mm -hmm. to hear, let him hear. Because we often, we all have ears. Well, you guys have more ears than I do. But, <laughs> um... <laughs> But, yeah, we, we need to get beyond just hearing and truly listen to what's being said, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, that's yeah. that's the key. Yeah, like you did with your boys. You, 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 you began to hear what was really going on was that they needed that time with Dad. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I mean... And the other thing about being swift to listen yeah. is not... Working on what I'm going to mm -hmm. say when you stop talking, which is what I was just doing while you were talking. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, there's that quote. I can't I remember who said it, but it's been said many times by different people. But like, you know, just we have two ears and one mouth. You know, maybe we should do twice as much listening than talking. Yeah, and I believe it's been attributed to Abraham Lincoln saying, "It's better to keep your mouth shut and let everyone think you are wise." And to open it and prove them wrong. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I, I, I've heard the quote before, yeah. But, but of uh, course, if we do that on a podcast, we'll it podcast. wouldn't be very interesting, <laughs> would it? It, it would be a very dull podcast. <laughs> so I won't even say anything then at all. I'm just here. 45 minutes of silence. <laughs> wow, those guys are really wise. <laughs> but... You know, you, 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 and I, this is, it's probably a bit of a rabbit trail. I'm going to tell a couple of stories about my, uh, my mom. And, uh, this is like, you know, your story of running down the stairs with a spatula, right? And I'm a little boy and, and we were outside playing. And, uh, for some reason, my brother and I were two years apart. So, you know, you just get that mix of yep. boys and, 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 we thought it was really, really funny. Now, we lived out in the country, so you didn't have a lot of company come over, but <clears throat> we were running around, and every time we wanted to go in the house, we knocked on the door. My mom's busy in the house trying to, you know, do housework and, you know, cooking something, you know. And finally, she yells at us, you blankety-blank boys. You know, this is before Christ. Right. And uh, get in the house right and get your blankety blanking you know rins and she didn't say rin in the house right now and i'm gonna just spank the you know just went off on him and right then the door opens up i guess and it's the minister from the presbyterian church <laughs> she thought you were it was the boys knocking yeah. and he was just this little sweet Scottish man. <laughs> oh, hi, Reverend. <laughs> Reverend uh, McLean, I remember. <laughs> that's a great story. That's awesome. I thought that only happened, things like that only happened in movies yeah. or books. I, and one other, I'll tell you one, one other quick one. Yeah, yeah. It. So another time we had some friends over at my wife's, uh, my, my mom's 
best friend was over with her two kids and my brother and I and we were all playing and and just having a great time and yelling and screaming and you know it was just getting out of hand but we were outside now my wife's my wife's my mom's best friend was a Native American an Indian okay right so she she yells out, and this is back in the 70s, or, you know, she yells out the window, you can't stop running around and screaming like a bunch of wild Indians, before she realized Ooh. that her, <laughs> whoops, apologizing, you know, and she tells the story, apologizing like crazy to, yeah. to her friend, and her friend's like, oh, it's no big deal, I call that, you know, I'm sure she would just be nice, I say that to my friend, my kids too, and they're outside <laughs> yelling, screaming. <laughs> but, you know, yeah, slow to speak is important, right? Because it keeps you from doing stuff like that. <laughs> well, so, like, let's, okay, let's say you're not slow to speak. Maybe you say something that you regret. Right? Yeah. But then you, you can correct that, though. You yes. can apologize. You right. can make it right. <clears throat> to a certain degree. Hopefully, yeah. But once the words are out there, you, you can't, can't bring them back. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You can apologize and... Try right. to explain it, but try to soften the blow, yeah, or, yeah. or mitigate the damages. Yeah, but once the words are out there, so mm -hmm. it's often better to put that filter on. Oh yeah, and make sure that you only say what needs to be said. Now, back at the BPOU meeting last week, I think I needed to say those things. We needed, we need to confront um, what's wrong. Mm -hmm. We need to confront the evil. That is corrupting everything about the lives around mm -hmm. us because it, it affects us all. And we, I've become recently, fairly recently convinced that we as Christians, especially me, have been way too apathetic yeah. in, in this world. Mm -hmm. yep. I understand that the kingdom does, is not established in the political realm, but it's a spiritual kingdom. But the spiritual kingdom needs to influence the political realm. We get our spirit right with God first, and then that gets worked out in our society around us. And if we had been doing that all along, we wouldn't have gay marriage. We wouldn't have all this transvestite stuff, transgender stuff. We wouldn't have all this confusion about identity that we are confronting all the time. So... It sounds like we haven't been do, uh, been doing a very good job edifying people. Yes, we've been making people feel good, right? Or accepting them for what they think they are, who they think they are, instead of trying to build them up. Right, build up the truth in them. So that's the, okay. So I want you, I want you to read the next verse then. Okay. Yep. Let's see here. Uh, John eight thirty one thirty two says, "Then Jesus said to those Jews who believed him." If you abide in my word, you are my disciples indeed. And you shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. Mm -hmm. So, uh, truth. What, what is truth? Truth is Jesus. Truth is Jesus. Uh, it's, yeah. He says, I am the way, the truth, the truth and the and life. The life. Yeah. Or when, when Pilate says, what is truth? Right. When, when Jesus is in front of him. <laughs> right. And yeah. it's like, oh... Truth is standing right in front of you. <laughs> exactly. Right. And when we abandon <clears throat> that truth, we lose our moorings. We build, try to build our society on shifting sand, also known as postmodernism. This is 
Man, this is like both of you both have said something that talks about our next podcast. Yep. So this is this is beautiful. I love it. It's leading up to yeah, it. Yeah, this is more foreshadowing. This wasn't even planned, I promise. So. Right. <laughs> and there's a reason why Satan wants to undermine Christianity because Christianity is the bedrock, is built on the bedrock of truth. And when he gets rid of Christianity, he thinks he's going to get rid of that bedrock of truth. But, of course, Jesus is going to be there no matter what we do. Right. So, so Jesus is going to be there, but we also have to... We have speak, to build on that. Speak truth. Speak truth. To tell the truth. So does that mean possibly hurting somebody to build them up? Or make somebody feel uncomfortable to well, build them up? Well, when you're building a house, does all the lumber fit the way it's supposed to fit when it comes off the truck. I have no idea about building a house. I don't know. Well, let me tell you. <laughs> lumber comes in various lengths, yeah. but sometimes the the piece that you need is a lot shorter than the shortest piece that comes mm. off the truck, and you have to cut off stuff. Mm. And when you are helping build someone up in truth and you see a lie that's in their life, you need to work on helping them cut that lie off, just like you're cutting off a piece of lumber to build that house with. Yeah. So I, I want to ask both of you guys. I'll, I'll go first. So are there any personal stories about edification, like in your personal life? Like either you, you help somebody or you've been edified by another person. And like for me, this happened recently. So like I was talking to my pastor. I was telling him a little bit of my story, how I, I, I struggled with pornography and, and how I haven't always been like open with my wife and he called me out on it I mean, he could have said well you know everybody struggles you know it's you know just pray and read the bible you know and, and I'll, I'll pray for you and you know, that would have made me feel good right but he called me out and it was it was a a very uncomfortable conversation but it was a necessary conversation it was a truthful conversation and he challenged me, and I, I, you know, made things right with my wife. I, I started telling her things that I didn't tell her before, and I think that painful it was, it was painful for me. It was a conversation I did not want to have, but he challenged me and edified me in a way that he wouldn't have been able to do if he didn't tell me the truth. Mm-hmm. Sometimes, to go along with that, sometimes to edify something or to build an edifice to build the foundation you have to dig a hole first mm -hmm. and remove all the stuff there that isn't doesn't make a good foundation yep and that's just as edifying yeah <laughs> that's just as much of a part of edification as it is of adding something to it yeah when you're taking away the things that aren't supposed to be there anymore and you don't always see immediately the results of building that foundation, mm -hmm. right? Because they're they're kind of hidden. Yeah, not too many people look at a house and go, "Man, what a great foundation!" Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Although, um, now that I have an eye for it, having been a homeowner, when I see a bad foundation, I'm like, "Yeah, you got a lot of cracks going on there, bro." Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. So. Um, <clears throat> Me, um, I've been built up lately with a lot with uh, the sermons I've been hearing at church. And I know I, 
I know I'm being built up because sometimes the word that comes out makes me go, ouch. Yeah, yeah. Ooh, you're, you're poking at something there. It needs to be just, I mean, uh, <clears throat> what was it? A couple weeks ago, Pastor Mark was talking about the heart, changing your heart. And uh, sometimes he says that the words that come out of your mouth are an indication of what's in your heart. <laughs> Jesus the says... swear words. Yeah. He, he's, he mentioned that. Exactly. Like, Ooh, yeah. Uh, yeah. That, that, that pricked at me, too. That pricked it, definitely pricked at mm-hmm. me, because uh, when things are not going the way I think they should be going at work, those kinds of words tend to come out. And I'm like, ooh, I need to pay attention to those words because that's what's in my heart. So the question, my next question was in my mind that when I was listening to that, so just changing the words, I mean, I can I can clamp down and stop those words from coming mm-hmm. out, but that doesn't mean they're not still in my heart. Yeah, right. I need to have my heart changed. And the only one that can do that is my Savior. Mm-hmm. And... I do that by reading, reading his word and letting, letting him speak to me. And he, when he speaks truth into my heart, it drives out all that foul stuff. Mm-hmm. So if you would have like, sugarcoated that sermon, do you think it would have impacted you the same way? No. Because I know there's a lot of like, you know, there's different ways to call it, like, you know, seeker-friendly or seeker-sensitive churches where, you know, a lot of them are just, you know, just do good, help others, um, you know, but they don't really call out sin for sin. No. I think that might be one reason why our congregation isn't very big, because people don't always like hearing the truth. Because it hurts sometimes. Because it hurts. Yeah, you have to you have to correct yourself if you hear if truth. You hear truth. If, you're, if you're convicted, you know, by, by the Holy Spirit, and you hear something, and you, you have to change. And I don't, I don't want to change. I, you know, it's... Speaking right. the truth I, is a good way to keep the, uh, speaking the truth, uh, even if it's harsh, is a good way to keep the wolves out of the sheepfold. Right. That's well said, Andy. Because they don't like hearing the truth. Yeah. Yeah. Um, when it comes to truth, I mean, there is, oh, how do, how do I say, I'm, t- I'm thinking a thought Speak in slow, head and it's not, yeah. Listen fast. <laughs> <laughs> and don't get wrathful on us now, like us. <laughs> but truth, when the the scripture talks about Jesus having the sword coming out of his mouth, the mm-hmm. two edged sword, mm-hmm. that's the word of truth, mm-hmm. and it divides between the soul and the marrow. And it, mm-hmm. divide, it, it it gets in there where nothing else can get in there. Yep. And nothing else can, can as quickly. And, you know, when you have a cancer in you, you want that doctor to be skilled with that scalpel. And a very sharp scalpel. And a very sharp scalpel, exactly. You don't want Elmer Fudd... <laughs> Kill the wabbit, kill the wabbit. Oh, or you don't want Tim Conway with <laughs> that. That that dates me a little yep. bit. <laughs> I know who he is, though. So, you're, so I'm, I'm getting up there too. You, 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 you want somebody with 
with skill in that, and that's the speaking the truth in love, mm-hmm. right? Because <laughs> you can speak the truth and bash somebody over the head, right? And that's a good point. <laughs> so you got you got to do yeah. it to for the right. purpose of building somebody up, not to right, yeah, harm them or and that takes break practice. Mm-hmm. I sure have to wonder what heart surgeons practice on. Uh, I think, you know, could, you know, yeah, I suppose you're yeah. right. <laughs> yeah. I, I have a friend, couple of friends that are doctors, so I've heard, remember them talking about that back in the day. Oh, sure. Okay. Yes. That makes sense. Oh. So, well, good. Well, I mean, I think this is a pretty good episode here. I, I think, you know, in, in recap, I think just speak truth out of love. And your goal should be to build somebody up, not to break them down, not to tear down and right. destroy them. You want to, you want, you know, for, for, what is the one verse? Edifying the body of Christ. You know, we right. want to, you build each other up. Yeah, the goal for our pastors at, at my church is to encourage us towards righteous behavior, to godly behavior, mm-hmm. to build that into us. Mm-hmm. Right. And if you don't take it that way, that's on you, not on them. So the other part of the goal is, if you're being built in, uh, be willing to uh, go under the scalpel, under the under the skill saw, cut off the mm-hmm. stuff that's not necessary. Stuff that's causing you harm. Causing you harm, yeah. So. Yes. Yeah. Good. Well, we want to thank you, the listener, for joining us. We're glad you came along. If you like what you hear, please like, share, subscribe, and maybe even give us a rating. What do you think? We actually remember this time. Yeah. <laughs> it helps when you write it down ahead of time and then actually take the time to look at what you wrote. <laughs> awesome. Well, the other Andy, it was nice having you on this episode. You added a lot. That was, that was fun. That was great. Yeah, this has been very enjoyable. I, I enjoyed it. I had a good time. Good. Thanks for having me. Well, the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. The Lord turn his face towards you and give you peace. Amen. Amen. Well, it's been good talking to you guys. Yeah, you too, guys. Thanks. Thanks. See ya. Goodbye.